Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Meet the co-founder of Higher Dose, Katie Caps. Katie graduated cum laude from Georgetown University, studied at the London School of Economics, and was a consumer retail investment banker at Merrill Lynch before she was recruited to be the marketing and business mind behind the San Francisco Marathon. Following the SF Marathon, Katie joined Tough Mudder and helped grow their business from $10 million to $150 million in revenue by the time that she left. While at Tough Mudder, she did strategy, new business development, and managed the international expansion team. She was named International Employee of the Year for 2013. Katie has been featured on NBC, Forbes, Vogue, The New York Times, New York Magazine, and Huffington Post, just to name a few. Katie shares her insights on living the high life and successfully running a startup at speaking engagements such as ABC Homes, Beauty Wellness, Wisdom, Bumble, Biz Wellness Panel, Entrepreneur Panels, and Dreamers and Doers. You're probably going to want to grab a notebook because this one is going to be packed with tons of wisdom and juicy nuggets you're not going to want to miss. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Super Expanders. How are you doing? I am pretty excited because, and maybe even a little bit nervous because, you know, I've been having these conversations with the most epic female founders and I get to have another one today. I'm so excited to share with you Katie Caps of Higher Dose, one of the co-founders of Higher Dose. Welcome to the Super Expander. Thank you. It's great to be here and uh, excited to chat today. Yeah. So a little bit of context. I have been having this sort of, you know, practice of big, bold asks lately. That's what I like. That's how I'm like leading my days now is like making sure that you make one big, bold ask. And I started doing this intermittently, probably like a year ago, but really buckled down in the last, I don't know, two months or so. And there's been a lot of momentum that's come from it. And I slid right into your DMs and just came straight with the big, bold ask. And you know what was crazy? She said, yeah. So I, here we are having this conversation. So that's the context of how we arrived here. So in the context of big, bold ask, we're just going to go with a big, bold question here, which is who are you deep down as a person? Who is Katie? Gosh, I mean, I guess it's hard to sum it up, but I I mean, I think I'm kind of a free spirit at the end of the day. I'm pretty adventurous. And I think that's what kind of got me into entrepreneurship to begin with, right? I didn't want to just follow, you know, what looked like boring paths that were in front of me. And I think I also just dove right in without really knowing exactly what I was getting myself into. So yeah, at the end of the day, I think I'm adventurous and free spirited and I like to have fun and explore. And yeah, I think 
Those are a few things about me. I don't know. Anything else? Only you can answer that question, but I love that you said that you, you dove in not knowing what you were getting into, because I think actually, I think that's like a universal quality of entrepreneurs, because if you actually had a real idea, no one would come on this journey of entrepreneurship because it is, it's not an easy journey. So rewarding, but not, not an easy one at all. So what is it that kind of drew you to entrepreneurship? What was the thing that kind of pulled you there? Yeah, I mean, I so I studied international economics at Georgetown and I actually started my career in investment banking. So I was on Wall Street working in the consumer product sector. And I guess my timing was a little unfortunate because I started in 2007, right before <laughs> we all know what happened in 2008. And, you know, I had this whole big, exciting finance, private equity career planned that kind of got derailed, but it gave me an opportunity to focus on what I really felt more passionate about, which at the time was long distance running, wellness, basically just feeling like vital through exercise and well-being. I ended up doing some venture capital consulting in San Francisco, and that's when I really first started to meet entrepreneurs that would come through that were pitching their idea. You know, a lot of them have brands that were in Whole Foods and I could just see that excitement and passion coming from the entrepreneurs. And that's when I think I first thought maybe this is something I want to do. Like, wow, these people really seem like they're alive and living life to the fullest. So yeah, it was pretty early on. And then it took a few years before I actually ended up starting my company, Higher Dose. I uh, worked in San Francisco and then I was one of the first employees at Tough Mudder and helped scale that business from 10 people to 150. And yeah, by the time I left, that's when I um, started my company. So exciting. I'd love to hear a little more about the, the Tough Mudder experience. So when you took on that role, so as somebody who works at the company, do you do you have to run a race? Is that a thing? Well, it was encouraged. And I think that was, that was definitely part of the value proposition to me too. You know, I'd done like a full marathon and I'd done half marathons and I loved that Tough Mudder had this way of reinventing long distance running and bringing in the whole obstacle component and making it more teamwork focused and not about your time. I was excited to partake in Tough Mudder events and I, I ran a couple while I was there not sure how I would do now, 10 years later, but I, I could give it a try. <laughs> there are so many metaphors for entrepreneurship laced in a Tough mutter experience, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like it's about the journey and one obstacle at a time and focus on teamwork. And yeah, I would say so. That's a good Good observation. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that and and entrepreneurship is just nothing but solving problems. So you think about every obstacle just being the, the problem that you get to solve, which is rather than viewing it as an obstacle, I, it's kind of when you start thinking about that, such a game changer when we approach it that way. So it was a lot of, it was a good training ground before you end up founding your own company. So let's go there and talk about how the idea was born, how you decided you and Lauren decided to collaborate together and become co-founders together. And also what does that look like? Because a lot of people in terms of having a co-founder are two women together, navigating that relationship and making sure that it's something that stays, I don't know, feels good for everyone. Yeah. Well, basically after I left Tough Mudder, 
I knew I wanted to start my own company, knew I wanted it to be in the wellness space, but not sure exactly what that would look like. So I started consulting for some detox centers, like a colonic center and started doing some coding and stuff like that and was just feeling out what my next move would be. And then I happened to meet my business partner, Lauren, during that period of time. We actually were not friends before we started working together. We pretty much met through, you know, mutual acquaintance. And then the next day decided to start working together. So talking about being a free spirit, adventurous and going for it. I think that kind of is a good example of that. Yeah. Basically after kind of like being so hardcore into running, I started to get into more restorative modalities like acupuncture, like colonics, like other ways to just feel great and euphoric that weren't so hard on the body. And when I met Lauren, she introduced me to the infrared sauna and, you know, she'd had this experience working at Aloha, learning from the best doctors and product development experts. And she basically said infrared just keeps coming up in conversation. I feel like it's going to be the next big thing. And I tried the infrared sauna once and was immediately addicted. So we looked at each other and we were like, why isn't everybody using an infrared sauna every day? It's so healing, so safe, so effective. We need to bring this to the masses. So we basically started off with this concept of actually installing infrared heating systems into yoga studios. That was the original idea to kind of marry um, hot yoga with infrared. But there were some challenges with that business model you know, a lot of yoga studios don't have a lot of extra cash for installing new equipment. So we ultimately pivoted to our infrared sauna spas, which are basically places where you could come use the infrared sauna. We made it very cool and chic and edgy and played Burning Man music and had cool wallpaper. So we joke that it was not your grandmother's day spa, right? We made it kind of like health club meets nightclub. So, yeah, I mean, I think basically that was kind of a long answer to your question, but it was just, yeah, it came about just being in New York, being passionate about wellness, meeting my business partner at the right time. And then, you know, eventually figuring out a concept that worked that, you know, had to do with commercializing infrared. A couple of really key points in that one is that you guys weren't friends before you started. I feel like I have so many conversations with founders and I think that the dominating theme of founders, like co-founders, business partners is that piece because a lot of times people think like, oh, they're friends. And that's like a great canvas to start building a business off of. But in fact, I think a lot of times that kind of makes it pretty messy. Friendships are obviously built and formed just from the dynamic of just being together so much and like mutual ideas and a combined vision. But I feel like that's a really, really important piece. So did you guys take a beat? I mean, I know it was a quick, you guys dove right in, but did you take a quick beat to like really analyze your own personal strengths and like, wow, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. You're filling in the gaps where I'm not knowledge-based, skill-based, all the things. And it was like, whoa, this is a great partnership. Is that how that came to be? I'm just kind of like making up a story in my head thinking that's how it went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good. You brought up the point about specifically not being friends. Cause I think if we had been friends and started the business, I don't think we would still be friends. <laughs> there were some rocky periods in there. It was actually better off starting that way. And yeah, I mean, I think in terms of strengths and weaknesses and what we each brought to the table and how we divide things, Lauren, she had 10 years of experience doing international modeling content. She had her own like YouTube series called Woman Versus Workout. 
And she was very connected in the wellness space with her role at Aloha. She was running a brand ambassador program. So she basically had a lot of connections, a strong media and press background. And like I said, you know, I started off in investment banking. So I knew how to put together financial models, investor decks, you know, I was running strategy at Tough Mudder. So that was helpful in terms of thinking through go-to-market and how we position ourselves. And I'd done branding work in the past too. So I think it was just kind of like a natural split, especially in the beginning. You know, I think she had really strong passion and ideas, but she really, she'll joke about it too. She had no idea how to put together an investor deck. I mean, I saw it and I was immediately like, okay, she needs help. So yeah, it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was clear how to divide things. And then I think as we've evolved, some of her skill sets, you know, I've learned myself and she's learned some of my skill sets. So I'd say we're much more equal in terms of what we bring. I think we still naturally gravitate towards certain parts of the business more than others. She's still super passionate and um, involved in product development, whereas I do more of our growth marketing and finance and I think we kind of share branding. So having a business partner is kind of like a marriage. So it's a relationship where you're super close. You go through a lot of stuff together, you evolve. And then, you know, ultimately we've gotten to the point where we're kind of like sisters. So we can complete each other's sentences. And we're just at that level where even if there is a conflict or something's going wrong, I think we know how to sort it out quickly. So that's good. That's, I mean, so, so important, right? And that's kind of forged in the fire when you are in the middle of of growing and scaling a business. It's a necessity. I have a question for you. Have you joined the Super Expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. So you guys launched your studios and then you have this sauna blanket, which is really such a, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that created such momentum, at least Mm -hmm. from the perspective, like my witnessing and watching the company grow. So was that born because you were in New York city? Because if you think about it, infrared saunas are big, right? I mean, I feel like it was such an innovation that you started. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, yeah, more or less what happened is we'd opened up our spas and we started to get asked to do pop-up events at like, you know, the standard hotel and what have you, but obviously it's not practical to lug around a 600 pound infrared sauna for a two day event. Plus to your point, like a lot of places in New York don't have space. So that's really where we came up with the sauna blanket was something to bring to pop-up events. And We'd seen like very rudimentary basic models of this type of product in LA, but the technology was pretty backwards and they were high EMF. So we were like, okay, we can totally innovate on this, make it way better, make it something that people actually want to use. And as we started 
to bring them to events, everybody was asking if they could buy them from us. So we thought, okay, well, we better start ordering small batches, selling them on our website. We would sell out really quickly. And then we just kind of grew that side of the business from there. You know, I think it really fit within our mission of bringing infrared to the masses. We always wanted to find a way that we could scale infrared more quickly, which obviously an at-home product does. And yeah, we kept working and we got to our third version in 2018. That side of the business started outpacing our location side of the business. And we just kept investing more there than when the pandemic hit. It was like, okay, things really accelerated. Yeah. Wow. You're creating a product like this. What does that look like? And how do you, I mean, how did you know how to create a product? I mean, was this like many trips to China to like source and like, what does that look like for anyone who's like, I have this idea. How do you get started doing something like this? I mean, I think one of the best things we did that we also got really lucky in this regard too, is we formed a partnership with Clearlight, which is the number one infrared sauna company in the U S pretty much from day one, like they started manufacturing those panels for us that I mentioned, we sold to yoga studios. So we got really close with the founders of Clearlight and they're just incredibly amazing people. I think they saw how Lauren and I starting this company and bringing, you know, infrared to the press and that sort of thing was ultimately just going to be beneficial for what they were doing too. So they really backed us and supported us and When we did want to develop the sauna blanket, we worked closely with Dr. Raleigh Duncan from Clearlight, and he's been creating infrared products for like the last 25 years. So he basically helped advise on like, make sure it's designed this way. So it's low EMF. Here are some potential manufacturers you guys can talk to. He actually went over to China with us, which was amazing to find our manufacturer. And then when we switched to South Korea, he went over there too. So Yeah, it was really like leaning on an expert, I guess, since that was so different from anything I'd done in my past lives. Yeah, I was wondering because I mean, there's not really like a playbook out there for this kind of thing, at least none that I know of. And you kind of dive down a hole of research when you have an idea. I mean, I talked to entrepreneurs and it's, I think, invaluable too, that you would have someone who could go over and maybe facilitate if they've already forged a product and what sort of value and benefit comes from that. Absolutely. And like, even like how to negotiate with vendors overseas and just, you know, showed us the ropes. So that was, that was super important. So from there, I mean, so many things have, have come like new products and you have the mat and the mask, which I'm fully obsessed with. And I believe I have to confess that my, I need to get a new blanket primarily because I'm such an OG that mine is purple and red. It's not even the beautiful blue and black colors that you have now. Like I'm like OG, OG. You really are. Okay. Well, we'll have to send you a zipper. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at there. I was like, oh, you know, I got like, when did you guys change the colors? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I kind of want to get to that point where we have like eight colors to choose from, you know, like when you're shopping for luggage, but we're not there yet. But one day. Then they get to be like limited editions too, right? Like exactly. The goop edition, that sort of thing. Yeah. So you have some some big things coming now. You've added some new product lines that dropping. I think, did we, I think we were just talking about this before today, tomorrow. Basically the idea was after the blanket was such a hit, it gave us traction and capital to be able to launch additional products. So soon after the pandemic hit, we started working on our infrared pump mat. 
which PEMF is very complementary to infrared. It's basically like a grounding technology that replicates the earth's healing frequency. So if you can't go out for a walk in nature, if you lay on our PEMF mat, you're essentially getting that earth's grounding. It's anti-inflammatory. So that was like a big hit. And then we launched our red light mask, as you mentioned. And then, you know, the idea was to build this lifestyle around our hero wellness tech and come out with additional products that essentially amplify the benefits and reasons why you come to us in the first place. So things like detoxification, mood boost, glowing skin, burning calories. These are all reasons why people come to us. So we came out with a line of topicals and ingestibles that support that. Yeah, we're launching our topicals today. So they're all magnesium based. There's an amazing bath soak that we call our serotonin soak. Then we have a healing oil that you put on before you go in a blanket or a sauna. And it basically like deepens your sweat. It helps, you know, with any kind of like aches and pains. It even helps reduce cellulite. So that's a really innovative body oil. And then we also launched today a magnesium, transdermal magnesium spray. We feel like most people are deficient in magnesium and it's such an important supplement to take and what better way to take it than transdermally. So that's another thing we launched. We're just excited that we have this, you know, amazing community and following and people who really want to, you know, live this higher dose lifestyle around getting high naturally around elevating their wellness through next level technologies and the vision is just to continue to bring amazing products and solutions to our audience. Ah, I love that. So you guys also launched a biohackers series, which I love watching that. So I have to ask how much fun was that to create? I love that you watch it. Um, it's, it was, it was both. It was, sometimes it was total torture and then most of the time, even when I felt like it was going to be torture, it ended up being a blast. For anybody who hasn't seen it, we basically did this exploration of the latest and greatest health hacks that a lot of male biohackers like Dave Asprey and Ben Greenfield talk about. But as two women, we wanted to experience these things and bring them to our audience. So we did things like a combo frog poison ceremony, traditional sweat lodge, other types of hot and cold therapy. We did EBO2 and vaginal rejuvenation. So yeah, it was, it was actually like such a great opportunity to meet amazing wellness practitioners and learn about what's out there. And um, it was also rewarding just to bring this information to people who maybe didn't know like how healing a water fast is and it's actually free and it's going to help you out so much. So if you're needing a boost, try it out. I watched it because I was like, oh, this is great. Cause it's like, I, I already do the, like I do these things or like test out things like this. I was like, you guys just basically became the Anthony Bourdain of biohacking. Um, <laughs> like the when is season two coming? I'm dying to know. We're working on it. We're actually in the interim going to launch a smaller series called hot seat where we're basically like interviewing people in the sauna. So as we're talking, you know, it's like you're sweating together and then we do a cold plunge afterwards. So that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And then yeah, season two of biohackers, we're going to start filming in January. So stay tuned next spring. So much fun. So, I mean, this has got to be such a journey. There had to have been along the way when you've had mentors, people who have inspired you, someone who's really shown you that creating a business like this your way 
with something that is in your purpose and in your passion is completely possible. So I'd love to hear a super expander story if you have one. Yeah. I mean, I think two female entrepreneurs that I always looked up to when we were getting started was Whitney and Danielle from Sakara Life. So they were always kind of like our North Star of, wow, they're two powerful women and totally crushing it. So always looked up to them, ended up, you know, building relationships with them and now they're friends. And especially in the beginning, relied on some mentorship there. Now I just, I love being friends with as many female entrepreneurs as possible because I always learn something from them. I think you said you had Anne Malum from SolidCore. She's so amazing. Total North Star for me too. Complete badass. I love her philosophy and how ambitious she is and um, just learning from her too. Basically, those are definitely ones that come to mind, but I think I have respect for like any female entrepreneur who's putting herself out there and doing this because entrepreneurship's not easy. And I think it's even more difficult as a woman in many ways, like to access capital. There's just so much bias in fundraising. So to have the courage to go do this just inspires me on whatever level you're on as an entrepreneur. Uh, I love that. Yeah. I had the pleasure of interviewing Anne. I've actually met Anne Year, many, many years ago when Solid Core was just one studio here in Adams Morgan. And I used to schlep all the way from Potomac down to Adams Morgan to take her classes. And I had a full circle moment when I actually had the good fortune to lead her through a breathwork session. She was at a live event that I was leading. And it's really funny because I had set the intention to ask her to be, I was like, I want her on my podcast so bad. And mm-hmm. she happened to be there. And I was like, I'm just going to go and ask her. And you know, watching her from the beginning to that point, like, you know, growing so much in the success, she, which I think is a a testament to like being a super expander and in this context and being somebody who's a leader, she really walks the walk and truly opens doors for other women, which I think in this space as entrepreneurs, it's really what our job is outside of the businesses that we're growing and forging is to consistently open doors for, for other women as they're coming up. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's always the cliche about the old boys club, right? But we need to proactively support other female entrepreneurs and have our girls club. That's how you get ahead is like sharing tips and making it easier for someone else who's younger than you or not as far along. So totally all about that. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, the, I saw Sally from Elevest speak just recently and something that she really said, which she pointed out, which landed for me was, you know, kind of about this whole, like, you know, the old boys club is that men play the game of wealth and it's a totally different game that women need to start playing it the same way, which is truly like sticking together and playing it as a team sport versus, you know, kind of like hanging that women, helping women on the outside, but not really buying into it and, and believing it, embodying it and living it. Yep. Well said. Yeah. It, it really landed. I was like, oh, zinger. That's, it's such a, such a true, true statement. So many lessons, uh, so many nuggets that you have shared inside of this, of this conversation. If you had just like one more more little golden nugget of wisdom that you could share for anybody out there that's, I don't know, has an idea that's early in their stage of building a business. I don't know. But what would you say? What kind of parting words of wisdom might you leave them with? Something I wish I thought about earlier was just 
Think about recurring revenue when you're building your business model, because it's going to make your life a lot easier. I know that's very specific. Well, you know what it is because there's a lot of stress gets relieved when you have recurring revenue. It also gives the freedom and space for you to pursue other ideas while that's coming in, right? I mean, diversifying your business in so many different ways. Yeah. Some say that's how you build an empire is recurring revenue. So the sooner you can figure that out with your business model, the better, I think. Still working on that one, but... We'll get there. <laughs> okay. so subscriptions for uh, the topicals and ingestibles are coming next. Yes, yes exactly. Subscribe and save. <laughs> for those listening, what is the best way for them to, is it on Instagram, following higher dose, what it like direct them to the place where they can learn more about, about higher dose. Yeah, you can visit our website, hiredose.com, as well as our Instagram, which the handle is just at hiredose. Yeah. And then if you want to follow me personally, my Instagram handle is at letter T or letter K, letter T, K A P S. So K T caps. I just appreciate everybody tuning in. If you want to check out our show, it's called Biohackers and it's on YouTube. I will make sure that all of that information, the links are easily accessible in the show notes. They can just go straight down and, and click and follow you, follow Hardos, all the things. Make sure that you guys order those products because they're out now and you can have access to them. Magnesium is a game changer. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation, to sharing your wisdom and being so open and transparent. I appreciate you. Oh my gosh. Thanks. It's been fun. Catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media. 